You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. All right, it's time for the view from the U.S. And I've got Barry Wood, RTHK's international economics correspondent, who's joining us now from Washington. Barry, good morning, or actually in your case, good, good evening. Yes, it's pitch dark here, but good morning to you, Mega. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you again. And, uh, you know, I want to kick it off with the U.S. Fed. I think that's going to be what just about everyone's going to be discussing today. And this whole uh, question mark about whether they will or whether they won't cut rates. Uh, I think uh, they've been the, the minutes that they've released of their last meeting have been largely uh, clear now that we are going to see rate cuts, though they are not very forthcoming on what the timing of that could look like. Um, but some of the other guests that we were speaking to earlier in the show felt that it could all be, uh, you know, more weighed towards the end of the year. What's the sense you're getting? Are the rate cuts baked into the stock markets already? What ty- sort of timeline do you expect? No, I don't think it is baked into the stock market. And I'm not sure that uh, I would agree that it's going to happen. It's likely to happen. And certainly I don't think it's going to happen until mid-year if the economy remains strong. But you're right, uh, Mega, to call attention to the fact that the Fed, in the minutes from the December meeting, and that's you know only two, three weeks ago, was saying that um, monetary policy may be too tight and that inflation is indeed on a downward trend. So the first thing we can conclude is there won't be any more rate rises. You know, the last one was in July, so we've already been, what, eight months since we've had any Fed increase. But there was concern that maybe the current level of rates are going to slow economic growth too much. And I think that's where the markets have concluded that, you know, two or three rate cuts in 2024 are likely. March, I think that's too early. The economy is still too strong. And by the way, I would call attention to the fact that today in the U.S. market, the 10-year Treasury bond, the rate increased to 3.91%, and that's up substantially. So I think maybe the markets are drawing somewhat closer to the analysis I've just presented than to the idea that was popular a couple weeks ago. Oh my, there'll be rate cuts in March. Right. And you spoke about the bond yield, which uh, I think briefly also jumped past the 4% mark. And just this morning I was reading, uh, you know, uh, there was this forecaster, Jim Bianco, who said that it's also possible we'd see 10-year Treasury note yields hitting potentially 5.5% this year as well. It's going to be the highest level if it does get to those numbers since May of 2001. Do you think the economy is you know, equipped enough and strong enough right now to kind of deal with those numbers of between the five, five and a half, six percent range? Well, I I think, first of all, that implies, you know, the Fed funds rate, the short term rate that the Fed controls is at five and a half percent. I don't think that's going to go higher. That would be a rate increase. As to the economy, I think it really depends on how things shape up the next few weeks. After all, in the Christmas buying season, a lot of people put everything on their credit card and they may have trouble making those payments. But if the economy continues to grow at a 3 2 even 4% rate as it had been in the final 
months of 2023, then I think rates are going to just stay right where they are. It's interesting because we've had a very sharp sell-off the last two days in the market, but I don't think that really means much. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I want to pick up from the point you made about uh, all the con consumer spending that we saw in the last month of the year with the festive season, the holiday season. And, uh, you know, the U.S. jobs market, uh, the recent numbers that we've been seeing might be in good shape. But people actually who are uh, you know on the uh, on the outskirts of uh, the, you know the middle class the people who are unemployed they're really forced to become creative and they are really living uh, paycheck to paycheck or assistance to assistance relying on gig work draining their 401ks to survive it's it's a rather hard time to be alive in in the united states well yes yes and no I would add, Mega, mm -hmm. because let's not forget the United States unemployment rate is only 3.7%. Mm -hmm. That's full employment by many measures. Now, mm -hmm. you're right. There are many people who are struggling, yeah. those who work on the gig economy, etc. And they're going to be hit hard in the month of later in January when they get those credit card mm -hmm. bills. But I, I don't see that kind of weakness that you suggest. I think that uh, things are going pretty well at the moment and we'll have to see we get a jobs report on friday yeah if that remains high you know i mean low i should say mm -hmm. a good report then uh, it's steady as she goes right and also as a corollary then um, i want to talk about the real estate markets as well briefly uh, you know we're almost running out of time here but i just wanted to touch upon that inventory on the real estate side and the home sales is uh, sorry the homes side is expected to increase by about eight percent but with the way interest rates are at this point in time as well as the jobs market is do you see any risks to the real estate sector in the United States? Sure, I do. And I think this is the one to watch mm -hmm. because they're the ones that are most sensitive to mortgage interest rates. And mortgage interest rates over the last 18 months have doubled. Now, they're still relatively low. You can get a mortgage in the States if you've got good credit at around 7 to 8%. That's manageable. But the real estate market has held up surprisingly well. Let's see if that continues. Right. A uh, lot of question marks, and we'll see how the year unfolds, wouldn't we? Thank you so much, Barry, as always, for joining in.